Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings in Sandestin, Florida is brought to you by Blackman Auctions. Find Blackman Auctions on the web at blackmanauctions.com. Better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Let's bring him in. Trey Schapp joins us now from uh, the SEC meetings. Trey, what's up, man? How are you? How's Musselman? What's up? What's up, Wes? He's good. He's good. I mean, when, when you've been to back-to-back Elite Eights and you've been the last team playing in, out of the SEC in the last two years, everything's good right now. And <laughs> you look at the class he has coming in, it's really good. I uh, I, I would expect he's uh, feeling pretty good and pretty happy. And uh, I, what's crazy to me, I didn't even think about it until he ain't uh, happy. <laughs> no, he's not because he's, he's a constant go go go. Yeah. Because you got this great recruiting class, uh, one of the be- the best ever, arguably. But you can't rest on it because right. two or three of those guys could be one and done, and you got to replace them the next year with another class. Mm. And they were out there out and about this summer trying to find yeah. the next great ones to replace them. No, nah, he's that's no, why he's that's why he's exactly do, right. that's why he's doing the job he's doing. He's he he's not satisfied at all. He's probably watched tape no. on a couple of the transfer guys that have come in and probably calling his coaches in the office, going, "This guy can't play. Why did we get this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Trey, yesterday, uh, you and I and Justin, we talked about the uh, two different uh, proposals out there for future schedules in football. After uh, being at the meetings all day, did you did you get a feel for which way they may be leaning? Well, I, I think they're they're probably leaning towards the nine game SEC schedule. At least that's the thought um, amongst some of the others uh, other reporters down here that I've talked to that have the year of certain uh, people within the SEC, like certain athletic directors that they cover from their institutions. Um, I, I just think that that is where this is going, and especially like you guys were talking about before you brought me on, the fact that. You know, the SEC might might just do their own national championship and everything. And if it comes to that, I mean, they'll, they'll end up playing only SEC schools possibly. Um, now, that's probably a little bit further down the road, but I think it's going to go to a nine-game SEC schedule. The only, the only drawback there is that adds eight more losses to the SEC when they do that. And so that's something that they're going to look at and, you know, discuss amongst themselves. Can we can we take that on? That that gives each institution a chance for another loss. Although you do get eight more wins as well, uh, obviously when Texas and OU come in, mm-hmm. but the league would have eight more losses. Hey Trey, what what is there from a scheduling of other sports, primarily basketball and baseball? Is there anything? Is this a similar? You know, I mean, is there is there talk of changing that up too, or any, anything on that? You know, you know, Joe. I really haven't. Uh, I mean, I know it's all football. It's all. Dri- I know yeah. it's football driven as it, as, <laughs> yeah. it, as it should be. Football but, I mean, drives the ship. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I was just wondering uh, if anything else is coming from that. Yeah, I don't think so. And and obviously with baseball season, you know, going into the postseason here, they're not here. They're coaches, so I'm not sure on on that aspect. Um, but that is a question that I will ask about the basketball scheduling and and how that's going to work out. I know a couple of years ago they were trying to boost up the non-conference schedule of SEC teams because uh, the commissioner, Greg Sankey, thought that it, it was not up to par. And so they brought in Dan Leibovitz, uh, a, a basketball mind, a basketball guru, if, if you will, and he's helped teams kind of 
schedule-wise to where they, they're playing better opponents. Arkansas this year, they're going to Maui. Uh, they're going to play out there. That's a prestigious tournament that uh, has some talented teams that are scheduled to play out there as well. And, and I talked to Coach Musselman about that. I asked him if it was a, it were a recruiting uh, point to talk to recruits about what they are doing. He said, yeah, it is. He said, you know, an overseas trip, maybe the Bahamas is in the future too. So he goes, not only is it a recruiting point with the uh, student athletes, the players, he said, but it's a recruiting point with coaches too. He said, here, I'm on the beach, but I'm in meetings all day long. I don't get to go see the beach. He goes, my wife gets to go see the beach and everything. He said, but out there, we'll have a little bit more time, a little more relaxed, kind of an NCAA atmosphere type setting in a tournament although you are playing back-to-back-to-back three days in a row, but they will get to spend some time on the beach out there when they're out there, and he will um, as well when they are at uh, the Maui Invitational this year. Trey Schapp with us, uh, talking about the SEC meetings down in Destin. Uh, You got to talk with Coach Pittman yesterday. What was kind of on his mind? Well, obviously the the scheduling format is on his mind, Um, and so I asked him about – would he be in favor of an eight-game conference schedule or a nine-game conference schedule? And here was his thought. You know, eight or nine, the proposals that they gave to us were, uh, I thought, were good. I think the, I think the folks, uh, the fans want to see us, you know, play each other. You know, I think they want to see SEC teams play SEC. Um, uh, you know, certainly – uh, you you have an opportunity to beat each other up, you know, if you play a lot a, a lot of SEC games. But we are in the SEC conference, um, so you know I, I like both proposals. I really did. You know, the three six was a good proposal, and the one seven either one, but with the one permanent game. But um, um, I think either one of them, I think we can have success in and feel good about it. Uh, but there's been a there was a lot of thought into. Uh, those models that they gave us today and and I think the athletic directors will get our feedback a little bit and then and then they'll vote on it probably sooner than later he rode the fence didn't he whatever I'm just a coach you just give me the schedule and we play it (laughs) yeah and and and, you know the three six model that would give you three permanent opponents and you play rotation wise with six others and that's a nine game SEC schedule and that would keep some rivalries like Auburn-Georgia because you know they're going to keep the Auburn-Alabama game. Alabama would be able to keep their rivalry with Tennessee. Arkansas would probably probably be able to keep uh, maybe LSU as a rival or they might add Texas or Oklahoma, one of those two, when they come into the league. Uh, so you see if they go to the 1-7 and it's only eight games, then I think Arkansas and Missouri would be that rival game that was kind of pushed upon uh, the Razorbacks there. So it's, it's still uh, – they have not voted yet, and they might not even vote this week, uh, but I believe that uh, we will know something before football media days in July. Any feel on how they'll decide the three permanent opponents for each team? No, there's really not. And, and, and uh, I think it was Pigskin yesterday, or it might have been Randy when I was on with them yesterday, asking do the, do the schools get to make suggestions of who they would like their current their their permanent opponent to be, and and I don't think they do. I mean, they might be able to to say, hey, we'd like to play, you know, Vanderbilt, Kentucky every year. Well, every school's going to want to do that right now, but they're not all going to get to. Trey, who would you want Arkansas's three permanent opponents to be? I would say 
you keep the Missouri rivalry. Now, I, I don't want that one, but that's one that's going to stay. So I would say Missouri. I would say Texas. Um, and then I would go LSU. It's it's tough because you you left out Ole Miss and I love playing Ole Miss. It is, and hey, yeah. and Oklahoma would be fun every year or Texas A and M. That's you know that's kind of developed and it's a trophy game. Someone suggested on the it actual is. record live fan feedback we got three trophy games. Make that your three permanent opponents. That's a good point. Trey, that's we, a really good point. It may, maybe Basil, they would. I think Basil's the one who said <laughs> was that, that Basil? One. That's in Basil it. sent that one. In. <laughs> ba- 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 Basil sent that one in. Yeah. <laughs> an, an, an alias. <laughs> what's what's on uh, tap yeah, for Bas- today? Basil's on pins. Basil's on pins and needles right now. Wondering what's going to happen to his trophy game. Are they going to get melted? Or are they going to be brought out of the dust every six or seven years? Uh, today, so let's see. Jimbo's going to talk about one thirty. The coaches uh, just broke up from a, a group session where they had all of the athletic directors, uh, football head coaches, basketball men's and women's head coaches, all in a group setting. Uh, and then they've taken a little bit of a break, but they're about to go back in. The football coaches are meeting, um, and they're discussing, obviously, their issues. The scheduling is one of the topics that they're still going over. How's it going to look? How's it going to work? And so uh, we will hear from Jimbo Fisher a little bit later today, some other coaches as we can get them. But the coaches are out of here after today, and it's all business uh, sessions with the SEC after today. The ADs are still here, so we'll talk to Hunter Juracek. Um, tomorrow, I'm also going to talk with Keith Carter, the, the AD at Ole Miss. Who, by the way, he did say that they're in favor of an eight-game conference schedule as opposed to a nine-game conference schedule. He says that the eight-game conference schedule benefits Ole Miss better. But we all know that most of the institutions vote on what is best for the league, and so we'll see what that is uh, when the time comes. Trey, we'll check in with you in the next hour. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Thanks. Another brand of moving and storage hotline, Trey Shap standing by with the latest Sandestin. I remember when the, the SEC meetings were an afterthought. I mean, now it seems like there's always something kind of fun and sexy that comes out of there. Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings in Sandestin, Florida is brought to you by Blackman Auctions. Find Blackman Auctions on the web at blackmanauctions.com. Better auctions are Blackman Auctions. know he's working but i hope <laughs> at some point he's got a chance to stick his toes in the water and his butt in the sand trey you're doing a great work down there buddy i've been singing your praises Thanks. you've been doing a great job you've Thanks. been sending in a lot of stuff and doing a heck of a job covering it way better than fine bombing without the glow from your forehead <laughs> well How? yeah my forehead's a little white from wearing a hat down here in the sun but, that's yeah. smart that's just smart <laughs> all right so the saving thing, obviously, we kind of went through that yesterday. And now, you know, most of the coaches have been asked about it. Most of them are trying to kind of steer clear of it. But uh, I like what Kiffin said, and it's probably true. I mean, it, it's a lot of bravado, and it's getting your fan base riled up and trying to curry favor. But I think, generally speaking, most of these guys are pretty professional, probably in person. Yeah, I think they are. I mean, they're cordial. Uh, when they get inside that media room, of course, you got the commissioner looking at you as well. Uh, they're pretty – pretty uh, moot on what goes on inside the meeting room. I mean, they'll give you some, some tidbits and stuff. But, uh, Lane Kiffin was asked, well, you, what was it like? Uh, you know, it was as you would expect. You know, they were, everybody was, was cool. I mean, they're not going to get in there and, and yell and scream at each other. Now, there might be times when they do, 
over, I think I remember back when um, Florida and LSU, there was a scheduling snafu or something, and and LSU didn't like the way it was going to work out. So they were kind of going head-to-head, well, you can't do that to us. And so that's when the commissioner has to step in and kind of you know say, hey, guys, look, let's calm down here for a second. We need to do what's in the best interest of the conference. And I think that's one thing that uh, Greg Stinky, um, after Mike Slive was able to, to, to do that, um, has done well is get everybody on the same page. At least that's what they are saying when they leave the meeting rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, zone question of the day today, Trey. If Arkansas and the SEC, they end up with the three permanent opponents with the new scheduling system, which three do you want? And I don't know if we have a consensus yet. I think we are of a consensus that Arkansas is going to have Missouri in the mix among the three. Texas a likely addition and just makes too much sense. And then the third one becomes, you know, LSU, Ole Miss, A and M, Oklahoma. Um, so I don't know if you have you been able to get anybody on the record which format they prefer. No, well, not yet. I mean, Sam Pittman, he was kind of non-committal. He said, "Look, you know, the, the eight or nine, He goes, "We'll go with it." Now, Keith Carter, I did hear him in passing. The Ole Miss AD said that they're in favor of an eight-game conference schedule. Um, I'm scheduled to talk with him tomorrow. Also scheduled to talk with Hunter Yurichek tomorrow, so I will press Hunter tomorrow on that topic to see, you know, what does Arkansas want? What what is Arkansas' stance when when you speak to the rest of the room? What is the stance from Arkansas on what you want as a schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, what's what else are we focused on for this segment? I know the the other coaches you've had a chance to hear from. We were kind of giving a hard time, just thankful that uh, Sam Pittman ended up in Fayetteville instead of some others and. Uh, Arkansas has kind of had a, a – it's become a budding rivalry because Arkansas has had a struggle of late with, with Missouri. And not really of late, ever since yeah. they came in the league. Well, they have until this past season. You're yeah. exactly right. And so, um, you know, Coach Drinkwitz, he, he, he takes some heat sometimes, but uh, he was asked about the, uh, the Nick Saban and the Jimbo Fisher, the spat, if you will call it that. And uh, here were his comments. Here's what I would say about the the public conversation. I think when tensions are high uh, and uncertainty is at high, people's emotions are strong, okay? And um, I I think that's what happened. Um, We're all competitive, and um, we're all competitive. Um, I look forward to the opportunity for all of us to discuss it, Um, but I think what I understand is that – we're talking about two greats in the game who coach this game at a high level, and they're very successful, and they both have opinions on how uh, things should operate. And you know, it's it probably shouldn't have occurred publicly, um, um, and it's probably unfortunate that it did. But um, it is a real issue, and, and we've got to find real solutions. And I think that's why we're here uh, is to find those real solutions and have conversations. And and again to have those behind closed doors so it's not so public and we can share our honest opinions without fear of, of um, those opinions coming back to hurt us and harm us in some sort of way. Okay. That's fair. He's walking the line. Yeah. He don't want to make anybody mad. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't beat on the podium either while he was talking. Mm. Yeah, there you go. appreciate that. His audio quality was very good. Uh, you also heard from him, I guess, on what he prefers – and uh, we've got some sound from Coach Drinkwitz about what he prefers as far as format goes going forward. Well, I mean, obviously this is uh, uh, the most difficult um, conference in college football, and so adding another game to that is 
is obviously a challenge, uh, especially when you're at the University of Missouri. But again, my first year in, in this league, we played 10 SEC games and managed it fairly well. And so, uh, I'm, again, you know, everybody has opinions based off what their initial information is. I'm here to gather more information. I'm sure there's going to be more justification. I'm sure uh, Herb's going to tell t tell us a little bit more about the media side of it. I'm sure that uh, Mark is going to be able to share uh, more about the competitive advantages one way or the other. And I'm sure Commissioner Sankey is going to share his justification for either one. And then we'll be able to make a decision. But uh, I'm not the type of person that's going to just make a decision based off of uh, not having all the information and, and that's what these meetings are for is to gather all the information and then make educated decisions the one thing i know about college football currently is that the past two years have been the most interruption in college football since i've been alive i can't say it's uh, in the history of college football but the most that i've so i don't know that we'll ever have uh, just a set direction and answer moving forward but we got to do the very best we can we got to continue to move forward uh you know with with the information we have but i don't want to rush to judgment yeah my gut tells me, okay, a ninth game for the big schools makes – or the elite schools makes okay sense, and for the smaller schools, because you're here in Missouri, you know, Ole Miss apparently – I think Arkansas is probably in that group of teams that are like, I don't really want to hold on a conference game. It's hard yeah. enough as this. But then I thought, if you're Alabama, you don't need that game either. You're getting in on reputation if you've got a good enough record. You don't need an extra hard game to get in. Yep. And I think really any teams, eight's enough. Eight is enough, just like the old TV show – to get in, you're building enough of resume. If your record's good enough, if you get one loss or less, you're probably going to be in the playoff conversation 95% of the time. But again, how much more that, yeah. how much more money do you get from an additional SEC game from a television contract standpoint? That's the question. Mm -hmm. And is it worth it? Yeah, I, well, uh, and then with Texas and OU coming in, how much more money are you going to get? I mean, it was $54 million, I think, this year, maybe 56 the projections by 2024 is it's going to be around $60 million. And so you know that they're going to rework the ESPN contract when Texas and OU come in. So it might be even more than that. Mm. Um, I, I think if you look at it, let's say that they start in 2025. If they go to a nine-game conference schedule, Arkansas is going to have to lose an opponent. And their non-conference schedule, I believe, right now is Missouri State, Notre Dame, Arkansas State, and Memphis. That's their four non-conference opponents in 2025. So who do you drop off that list? Are you are you going to drop Notre Dame? No, no, I don't think so. Well, if I'm Arkansas, I want to play all four of those because you got all regionals right. and Notre one Dame. One big power. Yeah. 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 I mean, a game that you've been pining for for a long time. So You'd probably try to, uh, I would guess, drop Memphis and try to reschedule well, their game. Theory, yeah. though, that you've got. That's Just reschedule it, yeah. No, you're right. But I mean, if you, I don't want to drop a Missouri State because you need games that you feel like you can win. Mm -hmm. You know, an well, easy game. Drop Arkansas State. There's no way they drop that. I just don't. That would just. There's too much political no, pressure. I no, think there too. I'm with you. Couldn't. Yeah, if you keep Missouri State and drop that one, and again, you're not dropping anything. You're just rescheduling yeah. them. Yeah, you're moving yeah. around. But I, I think yeah. there's so much. Yeah. There's been so much anticipation mm -hmm. for that game. Mm -hmm. you, you don't want to touch mm -hmm. that one for sure. No. Yeah, but, you know, you look at it this way too. That that. The SEC schedule, if you go to nine games, it's just not nine weeks of SEC games. I mean, it is going to be spread out over sure. the entire season. You're going to have marquee games every single week. I mean, 
two or three marquee games every single week with the Texas and Oklahoma coming in. These some of these new rock man, it's going to be. I mean, that's why that TV contract is going to be huge. Yeah, the ratings will be big. You can offer them so much more now. You add a Texas and an Oklahoma to the footprint, a ninth SEC game for everybody. That's why I see this happening when's, right there. When's the TV contract up, Trey? Uh, the new one starts, I believe, the ESPN con- the, the contract with CBS is up after the 23-24 season. Okay. That, 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 so I, would, I guess it would be the 24 season. And so the new one would start in 25, but that contract was based on 14 schools and not Texas and OU being right. added. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering if there's gonna what, what the renegotiation is gonna be and what they think the ceiling will be with those two teams coming in. Yeah, the CBS right. SEC contract runs through the uh, 23 season, so they have so a year. Okay, yeah. So then we can all assume that they're gonna start with Texas but and Oklahoma in 24. There is a way for it to end sooner. The league and CBS would uh, have to mutually agree to have ESPN buy out CBS the final three years. What's the final I don't three see years? That happening right now, though. What final three years? If they wanted to do it before the 23. Well, we're in 22, so right. there aren't three years left. So it's not happening this this year. What's that story from? I don't 2024. see buying out CBS at all. Yeah, I don't either. And I, But I do think that the, as soon as the contract's up, you add Texas and Oklahoma probably. I mean, there's no point in negotiating yeah. a new contract without right your new now. additions. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. What's going on today? Well, I talked to Musk a little while ago. Um and just before I came on with Wes, I had to actually slide the, the 10, uh, 15 time earlier. But uh, the uh, coaches were all in a group setting with uh, the uh, commissioner and, and the ADs today, uh, all head coaches, not just football specifically with the ADs and the commissioner, all of the coaches that are here. And then they split up, and uh, they are back in their sessions to decide what they want to take forth to the ADs that will then present to the commissioner um, and then they'll have lunch, and then they will all meet again with the ADs this afternoon. And then once that's done, they are out. And then tomorrow uh, we talk to the uh, the uh, head of football officiating, which I know that's, a, that's always a hot topic, it seems like, mm-hmm. uh, during SEC football games. And then on Friday they have their general business meeting, and the commissioner speaks at the end of it. We'll also hear from Commissioner Sankey today on, on what transpired uh, today in the meetings. Okay, sounds good. We'll look forward to that. I appreciate the time today. Great work. Uh, while we got you on, before we let you go for the last time today, from the short grass on Buzz 2 today, who's your guest this week, and can you, uh, can you get us a tea time? <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, it's Matt McQuarrie. He is the director of golf sales and marketing at Big Cedar Golf, and they have the Cedar Valley course. Yeah. I get nothing out of you. React, Wes. Big Cedar. I want you to listen to this. I want you to get the ins and outs of this guy, and we got to be able to butter him up because we need to go play some golf in Branson, Holmes. Okay. Yeah. Payne Valley course. They're designed by none other than Tiger Woods and TGR Design. And um, I went up there and played it. My daughter was up there for a dance competition, so I was able to get a single tee time. Uh, I had to play with some other guys, but they are sold out for the rest of this year. So if you want to go play Payne Valley as a group, you need to uh, get you a tee time for next year now. It is definitely worth it. Man. Did it live up to the hype? Uh, Yeah, that and then some. What Johnny Morris did there and the stories about how he and Tiger – you know, kind of got to know each other and everything was really, really cool that that Matt tells me uh, in the podcast. So uh, I I think it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah, Hmm. I'll check it out. And then do they have other facilities on tap, Trey? Are they working on new new courses? 
Well, they have Ozarks National up there. They have Top of the Rock, and they have a walking course, and then there's one Buffalo Ridge as well. So they have yeah. several courses up there. And what they're doing right now, uh, just around the clubhouse of Payne Valley, is they're building a practice area. So they are blasting and trying to mm. create a – it's going to be lighted, kind of a, a, a top golf type of, of range to where uh, they can – you know, they can track the ball flight. They can give you spin rate. They can give you uh, velocity. They can give you carry. Everything uh, that you would want and need to uh, figure out how to fine-tune your, your swing and your game. Hmm. It's going to take more than that. But I appreciate that. I appreciate their effort. So, All right, buddy. We appreciate you. Enjoy the rest yeah. of your day. We'll uh, check in with you tomorrow. All right, guys. Yeah. See ya. Thanks to Blackman Auctions, obviously, Later. for bringing us Trey Shap from the SEC meetings down in Sandestin, Florida.